stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. Hey, hey, Brave Makers. Thanks for tuning in to the Brave Maker Show, episode 166. This is Tony Gapastone coming at you from Redwood City, California, live. My pronouns are he, him, his. And I'm a Caucasian guy wearing black glasses today with brown hair and a green shirt. That's going to change, so stand by. But I'm in my Brave Maker studio with a uh, Big pink letters behind me is a brave maker with our faux greenery thing and some are those daisies. No, those are sunflowers. Yellow sunflowers hanging out, and uh, we're excited for our show, our 166, 166th show with our special Bay Area actor guest today. Stand by for that. But I'm always with my friend and uh, co-collaborator, uh, actor, writer, director, producer—not director, producer, not director yet—but she's all those things. Uh, uh. Christina Ray Jackson. <laughs> I love that, Tony. Talk that up. Not director on, yet, on. but I'm Not on yet. my way. Well, it's something kind of uh, sinister about you not Uh-oh. showing this costume, but saying it's going to pop up. I, I'm Uh-oh. scared and intrigued. So yeah, I'm uh, Christina Ray Jackson. I'm coming to you from my Dublin, California studio. I'm an African-American woman. I've got some wild, deep blue hair. If you can't tell, it's pretty curly. And I'm wearing the Wakanda cosplay top. And today I'm a Brave Maker Halloween party goer, hoping uh, to be caught in the short film that's going to be taking place at the party. More on that from Tony a little later, but it's awesome to be here, Tony. Yeah. And so, yeah, welcome to the show, <laughs> darling. This oh is Loki Kamanacha. Loki. Oh, I am now in my uh, costume. This is my last year's costume. This is Loki, Thor's brother, Thor's uh, wiser and more good looking brother. Uh, and yes, I <laughs> I am uh, joining in the cosplay fun with my friend Christina because why this not? So Be- cool. Because as she said, we are having a huge Halloween party on Friday, October 28th. It's our second annual Brave Maker Halloween party throwing in the Bay Area for actors, filmmakers and movie lovers and anybody costume lovers alike. So come yeah. check it out. Go to our website at BraveMaker.com. Get your costume on, party down, open bar, DJ dance floor, live music by Robin. Yeah. And we're shooting a short film. Yeah, we're going to have fun. That's yeah. right. And that short film may or may not be in the festival next summer. Who knows? Hey, so you that might could meet, be very cool. You might meet your next collaborator, your next actor, your next director who's going to make a movie with yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. We're all about trying to make movies and keep the creative vibe going before we bring in our special guest. That means we need to respond to this question. What have you done this week to brave your way? One thing, what did you do to move your creative goals forward, Christina? I probably did one of the bravest things I've done in a long time, and it included Tony. I leaned into a very challenging (laughs) conversation about some creative projects we have going on. And guess what? Nobody died. Yeah, we're both still here. Our relationship, I want to say, got better, got stronger. Tony is really good as a director, producer, boss at keeping the lines of communication open. So I appreciate that. And so that's what I did to brave my way. And and I want to say everything is much better having had that conversation. So that's how I braved my way this week. What about you, Tony? (laughs) Well, I was on the other end of this conversation. And we should probably do a a deeper dive someday to just talk about how collaborators can have difficult conversations. Because... Uh, yeah, I had to hear and listen and talk through things about our 
project that we're working on that needed mm-hmm. to go in a different direction. And that's not always easy. So we should talk about like, how do when you're an we actor should. or how do actors and directors work together? How can you voice your concerns? Mm-hmm. Um, how can you speak up? And what's the appropriate, you know, timing and ways? And how do you how do you do it in yeah. ways that are, that are helpful? And you, what are terms? And so I'm still learning and growing. And there's so many helpful resources out there. But I think, you know, we both have been on the opposite end of, you know, conversations that haven't gone well or people who mm-hmm. um, ghost you or avoid the conversation or fight, mm-hmm. fight or whatever, all of these things. So, so that, yeah, it was good. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy we had it. And I just look on the other side and go, okay, we'll see where this is going to take us and how it's going to make the yeah. project better. So way yeah. to lean in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, our special guest today did not get the memo because we didn't tell uh, them to have the memo. So, uh, but he is wearing the costume of a new dad. Uh, but yeah, he is, a, he is a Bay Area <laughs> actor through and through. Meaning, uh, he he lives and works in the Bay Area. Bay Area, y'all mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't live yeah. in LA, but is an actor, full time actor. We're excited to welcome to the show Brian D. Cohen. Welcome, Brian. Welcome, Brian. Hey, great to be here. Thank you. I was gonna. I should have grabbed a costume <laughs> right here, but I didn't know if you were gonna put me on camera, and then I was like, not gonna be there. You're like, I'm a ghost. Nobody's there. We turn yeah. the camera on you. <laughs> My outfit. No, no one. Well, Brian, um, give us your your introduction. We like to give a physical description for those who are listening and for those who might be visually impaired in some way. So go ahead. It's all you right now. Yes, um, I'm really, really good looking. Um, <laughs> That's pretty much it. No, I'm uh, I'm sitting here in um, our spare bedroom slash office uh, at my house in San Leandro, wearing my San Leandro hat, um, and uh, my beard is slightly unkempt, uh, and I'm definitely uh, have the uh, new dad aura. Yeah, uh, six week year old, or uh, yeah, six week year old, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, new dad, right there. Um, so yeah, and uh, I'm wearing a gray hoodie, and uh, I'm I'm living the dream. And that's what I got. Congratulations, baby daddy. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. The check her hat is fire, by the way. And you're really out in San Leandro. I love that. We have a real genuine Bay Area actor in the house. So yes. please, let's open up. Uh, Tony and I love stories. We love origin stories. And we'd love to hear yours. Where were you born and raised? And how has your journey uniquely prepared you for the work you're doing today? Ooh, that's good. Um, so born and raised in uh, Oakland, actually um and uh kind of all over the bay area different times um and uh yeah it was i kind of spent my pretty much my entire life here uh i did go to college for a little bit i think (laughs) college Uh, knowledge yeah in chico uh (laughs) did not (laughs) did not graduate surprise surprise but um but i did uh go back to school and uh, I hope I didn't click the wrong thing here. I think I pressed my keyboard. <laughs> That's um, Tony. Oh, Tony's okay. doing that. You're good. Oh, You're yeah. good. Oh, look at that. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, pretty much my entire life here. And, uh, you know, I, I my parents sort of separated at a younger age. Uh, so they went to different parts of 
of kind of the Oakland area. And then my mom ended up moving to San Leandro uh, with my stepdad, um, who uh, he's uh, no longer with us. He passed away almost 10 years ago. Um, so now I live in that that same house that I moved into when I was 16. Um, and uh, yeah, I love I love the Bay Area and I'm uh, one of those rare locals there. Yep, there's the the Bay Bridge here. Excuse me. The uh, wow, I can't even think. Golden Coffee. Here we go. Let's get Did it. I, say I was from here. Yes, I am from here. <laughs> um, so, and as far as the second part of your question, um, I feel like I have always sort of um, been involved with kind of entertainment aspects, and yet I started later than than most people. But I had. I had a, a base, which was that my mom, I had like a cute little red fro and, and uh, maybe that's why my uh, daughter is, is so cute. Um, but also <laughs> dangerous at the same time, cause she's got some lungs on her. Uh, but yes, I was a cute little kid. So I think my mom always wanted me to, you know, sort of uh, take advantage of that. And uh I didn't really do it until uh, a certain time, um, so I started doing uh, some some child modeling and um, and trying to do some acting. And I actually had an audition for this kind of famous director at one point. But uh, but yeah, I did that for a little while, and then I just sort of stopped and you know got distracted with life, and uh, and then I ended up. Uh, getting into music because that was sort of a dream of mine that kind of popped up at different times. Um, so I was trying that like in my 30s, uh, sort of got a late start there because I, I was uh, busy uh, enjoying life a little too much. Um, so yeah, once once I was able to go back to school and like kind of focus on like these dreams that I that I had had, uh, I focused on music a little bit. And so that sort of prepped me a little bit as well for this industry because uh, it's it's even more like cutthroat in different ways um, and harder to to monetize and things like that. Um, so, yeah. And then I just kind of had this, um, you know, this this acting bug uh, that was always in the back of my mind. Um, so I think all these different things that I did throughout my life uh, prepared me. And feel free to cut me off at any time. Uh, but uh, then I uh, finally made the leap, which I could talk about later. But I just wanted to uh, get into how I sort of, you know, the the uh, foundation for it. Yeah, awesome. So you talked about cutthroat. You talked about, yeah. you know, the, the, the leaping, taking a leap in there. Uh, I'd love to hear more about how you're doing it in the Bay Area. By the way, you, I don't remember this, you auditioned a self-tape for a short that I did, and you were like the second we cast somebody who was like 20 years older than you uh, right. in the role, but you were great, and I remember that, that was my first introduction to you. That was for Killer Couch, mm -hmm. this little short film that I did. But then yeah. I, you know, I started seeing you pop up all over, and you're a working actor in the Bay Area. You're, you're booking a lot. You're repped here in the Bay. So talk about what that looks like practically. How did you take the leap? Uh, we often on the show love to hear kind of the nitty gritty details about, you know, obviously whatever you want to share, but how can you really make it? You know, some people uh, 
don't recognize how much work that it takes uh, and the financial kind of sacrifices you might have to make or juggling multiple jobs. I'd love to hear about what that looks like for you to go all in. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a lot to talk about. So again, uh, if you want to <laughs> message me and save five <laughs> minutes, wrap it up. Uh, Tell us up. a story or two. Tell us a really yeah. good story. Uh, okay. Well, first off, I just wanted to say that I do have a residence in LA as well. Just, you know, because I, I try and make light of that because I do, um, you know, book work in LA and Great. that could be you know, sort of a, a thing with different markets is like, they want you to, mm-hmm. to you know, they want to, they want to be, uh, have it verified that you are, are mm-hmm. close, but I, I do have residents there, but my main residence is here and, uh, I'm lucky that I'm able to do that. Uh, I've, I've gotten a little help with that. Uh, so that's nice. But, um, uh, as far as taking the leap and, um, you know, going towards this uh sort of thing that has been um a dream of mine for a long time i uh i kind of procrastinated for for a while because it's overwhelming you know and i think a lot of people can get caught up in the overwhelming nature of it because there's so much and it's just like anything in life you know it's it's one step at a time one bite of the apple at a time whatnot um so that's kind of what i had to focus on and the difference as i talked about music before being like you know cutthroat and hard to monetize and and all these different things the thing i loved about acting is it did seem like there was a little more of a blueprint and that's what i liked um with that said it doesn't mean that if you don't do you know if you if you don't do that blueprint like exactly that you're you know not gonna have success but i think there is a sort of a a blueprint there that i i recognized and so once i kind of stopped procrastinating and i had a couple of different things that sort of thrust me out there one was i had a chance to start managing the restaurant i was working at and and or go on to a different restaurant and manage and so it was kind of like life being like all right here's the doors finally like you have kind of been sitting on the sidelines for a while. It's like, now you have to like make a decision. Um, I got a little scared because I did not want to be trapped in the restaurant business as a manager. And I I love that business, but um, I just knew that if I did not do this thing that I was sort of dreaming about and and passionate about that, I would always be wondering. Um, So, I had this chance to do these things and I, I passed on them or I hesitated for a certain amount of time. And then people were like, all right, next. Uh, Cause that's how life is. Um, and so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to finally do this thing. Cause I passed on this, you know? Um, and then my wife was one big, you know, there was one big moment with her where she was like, you know, you can do anything, you know, like, and, um, you know, it's, there's, there's very few moments in life where, oh yeah, that's the picture right there. Uh, (laughs) There's very few moments in life where there's like sort of that unforced inspirational moment. And that was one of them. Another one was a a woman came into my job and she was like a, um, uh, a psychic, something of that nature. And, And I don't usually believe in that stuff, but she basically was like, you have a big decision to make. And like, she was just sitting in a table and her aura was like ridiculous. And she was just like, yes, like 
I work with very like powerful men, which was kind of weird, but you know, she, I was like, okay. And she was like, you have a big decision to make and your ancestors are telling you to do it, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. And so that was another moment. And then there were a couple of people in the industry that came into my restaurant and they were kind of sort of giving me inspiration as well. One were um, David and Jan Peoples who wrote um, 12 Monkeys and um, and Blade Runner. They adapted those. And and so they they know a bunch of people in the business. Like wow. Delroy yeah. Lindo would come in with them and stuff. And, you know, they're, they're, they're just amazing people. And they were just like, you know, how's the acting going? Like they would just keep asking me and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, soon. And so, yeah, once I really got my ducks in a row and I was like, OK, I need to get headshots. I need to drop down a shift at, at my work because mm. I, you know, I only have so much time in the day. It's mm -hmm. a thing. And yep. <laughs> I need to get into an acting class. Yeah, and good. So, once I got those like bullet points, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so then I did it and I was, you know, at every leap in life, there's a ton of fear. And I was like, can I have this shift back if it doesn't work? Like <laughs> yeah. manipulate with this fellow worker of mine. And, and she was just like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> like, no, not really. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I did those things and then it kind of just happened from there. And I'll, I will shut up with that, but. If was this a to... restaurant in the Bay Area? Yeah, it's uh, it was wow. my uncle's restaurant actually. He, he owned multiple, and now he doesn't. Post pandemic, that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. uh, they, mm -hmm. they, they, I think both closed, but one of them opened up pretty quickly. My restaurant closed for you know a while, and that was one of the reasons which also thrust me into doing acting mm -hmm. full time because I was hesitating leaving there. You know, I was like what yeah that, yep that's that quote just changed the world uh uh that yeah so i like you know i was on the fence again because i was like oh well, i'm gonna keep doing the acting thing but also i have to keep this job and you know we do we need a source of income yep 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 but what the pandemic kind of helped me because i was also getting unemployment to make that leap and like focus on it and do you know Full, all into the training, even though it was on Zoom, and I still do that to this day, and it, it is what it is. But um, you know, all into the training and you know auditioning, and I did a ton of tapes in 2020, even though it was a weird year. Like I did a ton of self tapes, and that was another thing that really helped me. So like all this stuff just kind of lined up, and I was able to uh, because self taping is a huge skill. It's like a whole another sort of sect of acting nowadays that you know people who are really great actors don't don't necessarily have that skill because they you know they're more traditional in that way but um but yeah so um so yes the 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 restaurant is uh was in berkeley and now it's via del corso it's different owners and i do love that business like it's a it's a it's a presentation in a show as well and it's you know you're going you're going on stage so that's why i love it um but uh i had to follow other things so so brian you said something about a, a kind of a bullet pointed list of getting headshots prioritizing making time cutting back 
some shifts so you could spend some time focusing on your acting career and then the acting classes and those things have all come up a lot in this show like you got to be in classes if you want to be acting you got to be sharpening your skills practicing knowing other people but i want to just highlight the headshot thing i just am casting a short film right now and i've gotten a lot of submissions from actors who don't have professional headshots and you all gotta have professional headshots you cannot be submitting yourself to castings with selfies on your phone in the car or it just it looks so bad so please uh, Richard Shu is like one of my favorite photographers. In fact, we're doing a special session with him in, in November. If you don't have professional headshots, let me know. He's giving us a special rate. Uh, you can join us, but you need professional headshots, everybody. Okay. Do not, do not neglect that. It's a couple hundred dollars. I know it's expensive, but if you want to book gigs and make money acting and be professional, you got to have a good headshot. Okay. Soapbox done. But thanks yeah. for mentioning that. Yeah, and I just want to second that on Richard because uh, that guy is awesome. And he definitely, uh, I feel like, took my career to another level with certain shots um, that I got from him because it's a relationship with that photographer. So it's like you could get 20 good recommendations for one person. But if you're not feeling it, you know, like in front of the camera with them, like kind of like a director, you know, then you may not do your best work, even if the, the script is great or whatever. But um, so. So, yeah, he uh, he definitely has. Uh, I, I feel like the closest thing to L.A. quality shots, like in the Bay Area, which, you know, because of his eye and his framing and all that, um, which is has definitely helped me. So great. So what if any in- obstacles are you encountering being in the Bay Area as a serious actor? well the location thing that's why i mentioned the la <laughs> la stuff yeah. um but um but yeah you know there's not a ton of theatrical here i mean it does it does happen and i i, I do feel like that's more my uh steez more my my thing but um but i that's a commercial right there so i do book commercials and i do feel like i'm uh well that's sort of in the middle actually that's kind of like a this is like a Kickstarter campaign. So it's like a really long commercial and it's kind of shot like the, the office and, and whatnot. But anyway, um, so, so yeah, the commercials I love and it's definitely, uh, I've had some great like times on commercials as you can see from that. Uh, but, um, um, yeah, theatrical, I do feel like is more of my calling, even though everyone wants to do that TV and film, but I do feel like some people are, more suited for that and then some people are more suited for commercial and you can't really choose it's just like your look (laughs) they choose you that's right (laughs) so i do feel like theatrical is more my thing in in the long run but and that is not the main thing in the bay area so it can be Mm -hmm. a challenge with that but Mm -hmm. i i have booked numerous theatrical things here which i don't know if i would have booked them if i was in la because wow yeah because unfortunately there are more selections there and you know it's it takes longer to or at least i wouldn't have booked them as quickly i don't think but Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't want to try and like denigrate what i've done or whatever i'm just trying to say that i do feel like the fact that i was here and i had the agents submitting me here and they were looking for day players here that i was able to you know audition and, and do well and and then i was I, I booked some things but 
Um, but you know, uh, I basically just booked my first episodic in LA. So, um, so it all takes time and you, you just, yeah. you work your way towards these different markets. My next goal is New York, uh, which I do have an agent out there. Uh, but that's, I'm learning is like even more of the, the big leagues, I think, uh, to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, you know, uh, but uh i love the projects here uh i love the people here like that i i can't really duplicate anywhere else like the support and just the the vibe here and and the projects that are here are amazing and i i wish Mm -hmm. i wish there were more you know like film and and stuff like that but um but you know the stuff that i have done here is has been awesome and if i ever move away uh full time like you know permanently um i know i'm gonna miss that for sure so So brian Brian, now that you now that you've made the leap uh what are you enjoying the most about acting what kind of roles do you find yourself gravitating towards i know you said you're tackling new markets what kind of roles are you really looking for uh well that's the thing i think everyone pictures like oh i can do this and that and this and this is what they talk about like people have been in the business a long time they kind of laugh at that they're like nah you're not it's not what you want to do it's it's what is going to pick you like what tony was talking about so um so i'm still at that point where i'm like you know it's the roles that i'm that are picking me basically but uh once i do feel like i'm more established and then Mm -hmm. then i you know can uh like be a little more choosy about the type of roles um you know i just want to go deeper with um with what I'm doing and just really show like what I can do as far as the layers and, and not just like, you know, a thug or, um, or a cop or, you know, I mean, I could be those roles, but you know, those roles with, with some layers to them, um, not just like, you know, this, the stereotypical sort of, uh, uh, characterization of them. So. Your yeah. career seems so serendipitous right now, Brian. I would say reach for what you want, like right now, like right now, go for exactly what's in your heart, what you want to do, and forget yeah. what people are, you know, like being. I, what is the word like stereotype? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, typecast. Like forget that, you know, like bust yeah. out that box. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, your ancestors are telling you, Brian. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, uh, the irish or whatever ancestors uh, <laughs> and jewish they're there uh but yeah the um uh i do just love being i, I just love every part you know there's parts of this business that i don't love like usually mm-hmm. the the uh behind the scenes stuff but but i just love being on set i love mm-hmm. uh the, the even like for these smaller roles just the back the, the backstory work and like mm. all these different things. I mean, if you're on these sets and you're like, oh yeah, my backstory for my character is this and this, and like some of these people who are on set are gonna yeah. probably laugh at you, but but uh, but no, it's, it's, I just love all that prep for that. And just, you know, um, just the, like some, sometimes even the instability of this business, like really, uh, you know, excites me, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, you're just, putting it all out there and it's just such a leap of faith every day and it's like and it's there's there's a spirituality to it that is that is 
is palpable and it's like you know you're basically just giving it to like the universe every day and then you're like wow i'm putting this into the universe every day and then this happens it's like yeah you know and i don't feel like a lot of industries are really like that but but i i hear what you're saying and um and uh yes i'm i'm you know at this point i'm just in survival mode like uh (laughs) with the dad stuff yeah but um but I've had a couple auditions lately that I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I feel like I'm really progressing and headed in this direction to where I, I can sort of more steer the, the ship. A mm-hmm. little. Just cool. You know, we're going to watch a clip and then we want you to talk about working with the, the infamous Don Johnson yeah. on Nash Bridges. Let's take a watch. In our city. Hold on. It's my time. Any chance we get in? Feel lucky tonight. Just playing for fun, Inspector. <laughs> Not a cop anymore. Everybody's making that mistake tonight. Whatever you are, get lost. I used to be a cop. Then I got stabbed in the back by another cop. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> now I'm just a part time limo driver. <laughs> Part-time bail enforcement agent. You know, bounty hunter. Shame on you, Greg. You bounced on a $50,000 bond. We good? We good? Come on, Greg. Let's go. Don't piss yourself. Oh, and don't tase me bro that was great <laughs> tell us about working with don johnson pissing yourself getting tased how was yeah. that yeah i had a uh a stunt pisser by the way so <laughs> i perfect i, I was curious yeah, so they brought him in he uh he was you know this husky redheaded guy and he was <laughs> all uh but no uh it, it was amazing it was uh that was my first big thing that I booked. And, um, you know, it was just so surreal. Uh, you know, I like wasn't expecting it and that's usually when it does happen. And, uh, and, uh, they, they were, everyone involved was awesome. I mean, he was executive producing, so he like had his hands in everything and he was like pretty much, you know, once they cut every time he was like going to the chair and like talking about different shots and things like that. Um, so he was very involved, uh, which is not, you know, obviously I just filmed something and one of the actors, like we were just sitting in the, the green room, like talking and, you know, for a while. So I wasn't doing that with Don cause he was like, you know, hands on. Um, but he was awesome. You know, him, uh, him and the, the, the writer, and one of the, you know, I think producers as well, they, uh, they were based, I think it's Bill Chase. He, he, they were both like, yeah, your, your audition was great. Like you belong here. Uh, we liked you for two different roles. Like they're just like cool. really complimentary and that, I think they do that cause they want you to feel more comfortable. And I, um, I feel like I did kind of come into a zone like on that set, which was awesome. And that was partly because of what he said to me. And then, you know, we did a couple of rehearsals and, uh, and I think just the structure of the scene helped me to kind of, uh, take over and feel comfortable and like be 
because I, I like being physical in different things. Like you saw that commercial where I was on the bike and, you know, I spilled my coffee and stuff like physical work is like really cool for me. And I feel like I'm comfortable with that. So the, the tasing thing was actually, I, I loved that, even though I had to fall on the ground a bunch of times, um, because I, I feel like really comfortable with physical things. Yeah. So, um, so I think that helped and, um, and yeah, they, uh, you know, it was an awesome thing for the Bay Area. It, it gave a lot of people chances and, you know, it was really cool. It was filming, filmed, uh, you know, in, um, uh, I think it was like on Columbus or whatnot. Uh, so it was just, it was just really cool to be in the Bay and have something that big that was filming. And that was all because of, you know, him and the other producers that, that brought it here. So kudos congrats great to see that yeah. great yeah. to see you uh rocking these roles and i think more and more you know our hope is see these kind of things in the bay area to see more films yeah. more series here yeah. which is cool what are some tips uh you have or thoughts you have for actors who you know who are on that precipice that threshold of what do they need to do next what would you say to them uh i would say um stick to the to the the blueprint but also carve your own path because you're just gonna get a lot of advice um and you know i was thinking about different things as i came in here and and one is that you know one of the, the uh pieces of advice i hear is like it's not you know it's not what you know it's who you know and obviously that is important but i think people get caught up in that a little too much and they're you know, it's like the smoke and mirrors behind the actual like craft, you know, and but some people that may work better for them than someone that's just going to audition and train and blah, blah, blah. But that's the way that I know is like just, you, you know, um, to the grindstone, like just hammering it out, like doing a ton of tapes, not really turning anything down, like just doing as much as I can uh constantly training and it is an investment and trying to find different people to train with and um and uh yeah and then also obviously now you know trying to promote myself and mm -hmm. and networking and different things like that but um but yeah i just think you know sort of finding your own way and it, it's not unlike parenting i mean i've only been a parent for six weeks but tony could probably <laughs> tell me uh but and there's, you know, other things in my life that I've done that it's like, there's these like, you know, blueprints, as I said, and then you kind of find out it's like, oh, but I did this differently and this worked. So why mm -hmm. did that work if they told me not to do that? Yeah. And you're like, well, it works for me. So I'm just going to do it. And then you may do something that doesn't really work. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go back to what this, you know, what the, the general consensus is telling me. But, uh, but there's a lot of, there's, it's definitely like there's a lot of fear involved in in this business uh unfortunately uh everyone's trying to get ahead um and uh you know really just trying to work on that too with different sort of meditation you know that kind of stuff just to try and let go of of that because like no one is you you know you are the only you so it's like your path Yep. Just like a drop of water is just going to go down differently than, than someone yep. else, you know, yep. even if you're doing the same exact thing, you know? So 
We're huge fans of meditation on this show. So what's next for you, Brian? What are you really excited about? Uh, you're a new dad. Yep. You're an A-list actor who's picking whatever <laughs> scripts and roles he wants now. So what's next for you? She's manifesting for you. Yeah, uh, I like that. Can you just just call me every morning and just say that? Um, We're going to yeah, be making uh, some. You stand by. We're going to be yeah. making some meditation affirmations. Just you wait. That's yeah. right. I've, I, I just started doing meditation on my VR uh, VR things. I got one of those and uh, it's pretty pretty amazing not gonna lie i mean i haven't had a ton of time to do it but powerful stuff uh, yeah it's um uh, it is uh but um especially when you're on like machu picchu like meditating like with your vr so <laughs> your vr uh, headset yes yeah um but uh but yeah next up um I'm, you know i'm looking forward to seeing these different things that i filmed recently like there's a you know this christmas music uh movie on hbo max coming out and I keep seeing all these like different Christmas movies like coming out like Bobby Flay's got one, Lindsay Lohan, like you know, all these people coming out with like Christmas movies. I'm like, man, we got some competition, but it is cool that you know, because HBO Max, you don't traditionally think of like these, you know, sort of Christmas movies that they come out each year. It's more Netflix, but I think they're all trying to get involved in it. And uh so it'll cool it's cool that it's you know, one of the few on that platform that are coming out this year, um, which is a Christmas mystery, uh, which was produced by um, a company that does a lot of things in the Bay Area as well, which is awesome, which is ESX. Um, and they were they were really great as well. Um, and then I am looking forward uh, to seeing uh, this this film, which was um a short which was produced by a friend in my acting class another plug for acting class that's what happens yeah um uh germaine godet uh she executive produced and is starring in a, a short uh called greek philosophia and chickens um and uh yes that is the title and uh it's with laney kazan uh who is you know a legend obviously and uh and you know it's she does a lot of greek sort of themed um like either features or shorts and whatnot and so uh i wasn't in any scenes with her but the character was like i said kind of what i'm want to go towards which is uh you know a similar sort of type that i play which was a hitman but it's like this hitman that goes through this journey and um you know the themes are basically in relation to getting older feeling invisible and like wanting to you know like not be here anymore and and so there's there's some very heavy themes and uh i kind of go on this journey with with the, the main character which is germaine with that um so i liked that one um you know i think the themes and you know just the uh arc character arc, character arc and and whatnot was uh a, a good one for me and I, I really enjoyed it um and then i just did a thing called the uh, gift of fear which has to do mm. with um the uh, native community and basically like there's a lot of uh, abductions that happen in that community yep. and uh with women native women and uh so it's basically that's basically what the story is about i mean i'm my character isn't like the greatest guy ever, but the fact that I was involved in it mm -hmm. in that project is cool. 
uh, you know, it was mostly native cast mm-hmm. and I just got to be more exposed to that community. Um, and, you know, because that is still one of the, one of the communities that I, you know, that is underrepresented um, in, um, in uh, entertainment, uh, mm-hmm. even though uh, Prey came out not too mm-hmm. long after yeah. and that was, that was dope. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and that's, uh, I believe, uh, mid thunder, uh, they cast that and, uh, I think their daughter was in it as well. So they, uh, that's pretty cool that, mm-hmm. uh, that's happening, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, so, uh, you know, it was cool to be a part of that. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I will, uh, I'll just end with that. <laughs> Well, Brian D. Cohen can be found on the Insta, on the gram at Brian D. Actor. So go and follow him. Uh, We're stoked that you were in that Christmas mystery with our beloved Allison Ewing, who was on our feature film, Last Chance Charlene. So that's really cool. So we'll be watching out for that. My wife. My work. Yeah, that's right. Your your TV (laughs) wife, your movie wife, your Christmas mystery wife. So we'll be looking forward to seeing what that mystery is all about. But uh, really great to see someone moving and shaking in the Bay Area. Follow yeah. Brian D. Actor on the gram, and I'm sure we'll find a way to intersect with you at some point uh, in the future. Brian, really, uh, thanks for your time. But you're not done. Uh, yes. We have we have the end of our show, uh, one of our favorite segments called The Brave Fave. So stand by, everybody, for our favorite favorite segment of the show. Brave Faves. TV shows, films, books, songs, technology, clothing, podcast, food, and more. These are a few of our favorite people, places, and things. Brave Faves. All right. In the theme of October, my Brave Fave is from Tony and I, our friend, our podcast pal, Alex Ferrari's podcast, Indie Film Hustle. He has a bonus episode, How to Build a Profitable Horror Film. With Stephen Follows, definitely check that out wherever podcasts are available. It's a phenomenal episode. And if you want to check out my horror film, uh, my first directing, producing, writing debut, you got to get tickets to the Brave Maker Halloween party. It's going to be screened in there, the Dublin house. So head over to Eventbrite, get your tickets for the Brave Maker Halloween party and check out my horror film and come party with us. I don't think Loki will be there, but... Somebody else, uh, another iconic, will be there. Yes, another iconic figure will be there. I will be there. (laughs) Tony, what's you are a director, so that's right. You directed that horror film, so so you are. So take that. That's good. Uh, My my brave fave is connected to what you are sharing, uh, Brian. I on Indigenous Peoples Day on Monday, I was like, okay, there's got to be a resource that I can find because. We are trying to be really inclusive with our mm-hmm. show here. We do, our, you know, we share our pronouns, we do our visual descriptions, and we had a couple guests who talked about uh, the land that we inhabit. And I thought that would be mm-hmm. really cool to know. I don't even know what land we inhabit here, and there is a um, a website called Native. Sorry, I got to make sure I say it right. Native Land 
ca. I will put it in the show notes and in the chat uh, where you can kind of type in your your zip code and it kind of gives you this little this little thing. But it has a bunch of sort of caveats about you know representation and make sure you are honoring you know, the boundaries of indigenous nations. So it's it's a start. I thought it was Very something cool. that I thought needed to be out there. Uh, so those of you who are curious about this, I'm sure there's other resources, but native-land.ca for those of us who live in California. Check it out. Brian, what you got? Wow. I, I don't know how I follow that up with what I'm going to say, <laughs> but uh, hey, it's, all I, good. it's all good. I'm I'm in dad land, so it is a somewhat of a prison of cuteness. So I'll say the <laughs> cuteness part. Um, and, uh, really the only things that have been saving me right now are, uh, old episodes of quantum leap, which is one of my favorite shows back in the day. So I just wanted to plug the ah, classic show quantum leap. Yes. There's a new one now, which yep. I'm, I've watched a little bit of, and it's, it's great, but I just, I always have a soft spot for my classic episodes. I also did watch on a little darker note. I watched Dahmer and, you know, I like good performances regardless, even though it's, it's a really, you know, hard to watch. Uh, but that also has, uh, because I like seeing the craft and the craft done well. And that also has been something that's been pretty amazing to watch and also disturbing, but, uh, I'm done with that. I'm on to quantum leap, which is a little more uplifting. So God love yeah, Brian quantum leap. I, I never got into Quantum Leap. I might have to check that out. Did you say where can we see the gift of fear? Is that out? Is that available? Uh I do do not believe it is out okay. yet. I, I the trailer is out. Um, so I can try and share that with you all. But um, but yeah, I think they're going the film festival route. And mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I I will definitely be in touch about that um yeah have that team send it to us you know brave maker film fest yeah. we are open the early bird deadline is october 31st so it's the yeah. uh cheapest it will ever be for our 2023 july film festival which is july 16th to the 23rd that's a little promo there but yeah send it off yeah. we'd love we'd love uh to to see that and have that be a potential submission for us yes. yeah sounds good i can uh you know email together and and see what they say very cool you got it well don't go away hey everybody thank you so much for watching and listening uh our 166th episode with brian d cohen you know we uh exist to elevate brave stories for justice diversity and inclusion and uh we love your help in doing it our big second annual halloween fundraiser is happening on friday october 28th tickets are donations so you can donate 25 dollars 50 dollars 100 dollars a thousand let's donate whatever you want all of it goes to our film festival and our film works and uh, as we go into our fifth year of being a nonprofit charity we are continuing to write produce and direct films and make them here in the bay area our, our next one is called the crossing guard that happens in november we're really excited about that if you believe in this work become a monthly donor just pick up your phone and uh, dial Four four three two one. Dial. Does someone say dial? Type. Type the word <laughs> Brave Maker and text it to four four three two one and become a monthly donor. There are twenty six people who do every month, giving anywhere from ten to 
$100. And it helps us to do this work to uh, cast uh, historically marginalized communities to help emerging storytellers write their films, produce their films, fundraise their films. And we really, really, really love it. So thanks for everybody's support. You can also uh, support us by shopping on Amazon. If you are an Amazon Prime member, instead of going to Amazon.com, go to smile.amazon.com and choose Brave Maker as your selected nonprofit. And they'll kick us back a little percentage of everything that you buy on the internet. Christina, what's coming up next week? Join us next Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here. We will have Texas actor and filmmaker Tom Presida joining us live on the show. And we couldn't do this show without our amazing team behind the scenes. Amy Cohen out of Austin, Texas. Barnell Amos, our podcast editor out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Carrie Alley, our social media manager, also out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Fantastic. Uh, you can find me on the socials, TonyGap.com or at Tony Gapistone. Christina, where are you? You can find me on IG at Christina Ray Jackson. And Brian, last but not least, where are you? I am right here in my office at, oh, you mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> Brian D. Actor on the gram. And sorry, you got to put up with pictures of my little baby but oh heck yeah get that baby get that yeah. baby an agent you're you're, yeah. all, you're on, on yeah. your way to being a dadager uh, yep. and I'll, i'm gonna say uh not to bring the whole podcast down today but today there were six bay area schools that were targets of fake active shooter threats my daughter's school was one of them uh it was just so ridiculous uh to have to go to my daughter's school and hope to be able to see her and embrace her alive uh, after a dumb threat that supposedly came from a TikTok challenge in there. So y'all, just makes me think, first of all, Brian, good luck. Parenting is so hard. Uh, being a human is so hard, but y'all, we can do so many better things when we put our minds to it. Your time could be spent telling stories, uh, making cool videos. Don't be doing things that are gonna cause our authorities and our parents and our teachers and administrators to stress out. They're already under enough. All right, that's my soapbox today, everybody. Uh, keep uh, keep out there. Keep hustling, everybody. Keep keep these dreams alive that you have. Support our independent and Bay Area actors like like Brian and nonprofits like us. And uh, brave stories change the world. And you are the story. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Brian. Hang on there with us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at BraveMaker.org. Like, subscribe, and share. To become a monthly donor, text the word BraveMaker to 44321 or go to BraveMaker.com slash donate. Thanks for tuning in.